When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DNVR, draft day live. Day wow. three, of course, they're showing a player's highlights against the Buffs on this. Oh my gosh, screen. they've been doing that nonstop. Yep, those days are over. That's Lucien's favorite shtick. Did yes. you hear? Somebody made the joke today. I well, think it was, was Reese it? Davis. Was I that didn't who hear it was? What he said, but oh, it was awesome. He's like, oh, you can't be showing the highlights against Colorado, man. Like, and, and then someone was like, you got to do it while you can yeah. before Dion gets it right. Well, yeah, well, the, it was the other guy who said like, can't be saying that. Like, come on. And then he was like, ah, we're just getting it in while we can. It's like, okay, yeah. sure you are. Just taking shots for no reason. Um, this is also known as the DNVR Nuggets podcast, yeah. uh, based on our attire. But at least, you know, we know what's most important. Spencer has walked down the stairs in a Rockies jersey. Well, he's going to the Rockies takeover. During the Nuggets game? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, well, is he you okay? Know, you got to plan these ahead, I don't know. Henry. We oh. bring him on stream yeah, and give him a hug was, or something. He was in oh. good spirits when I spoke to him. No way. Yes, way. Actually. No way. Yes, there's no way. He's got to learn for the Rockies takeover. It's going to be a great time. He's got to learn how to uh, delegate to someone below you. Yeah, when you don't want to do something. That's. Oh, he's in one of those positions like yours truly, where there's not a someone below you. That makes no sense for You're you. You're the general manager. <laughs> Yeah, but like, so that means everybody in general is below you. Yeah, Everything generally is under your control. Sure, but there's no one to really hand those day-to-day duties over to. You know, you just say, like, "Hey, if I need you to go like, do this." Off, like Rhino can just be like, "Hey, can you fill in on buffs today?" Um, you I could be like, "Hey, can you fill in on spreadsheets today?" Right? Yeah. Could you, could you jump in on these meetings? Handle this matter. Um, yeah, I could do for it. about payroll and then to finish it all off. I lost my train of thought. I okay, it's okay. Yeah, Anyways, you lost me too. We're we're praying for Spence. Um, yeah, and it's a Nuggets day, but more importantly, J. L. Skinner. He's so sick. He's so sick. He's so sick. He was on all of my lists of my favorite players. Ooh, like you're my guys. Yeah, let's go. Buy like. Do we a have mile. the my guys graphic to? Uh, did we didn't, the... did we make a my guys? Graphic? Oh my gosh, Ryan, you wouldn't believe the graphics we handed in. <laughs> wow, unbeknownst to you. Oh wow. Oh, did yeah. you <laughs> hand in your bits graphics? Uh, no, yeah. my bits are no need. <laughs> don't need graphics. Exactly. They're self-sustaining. Look at that. So basically, can your eyes see what I am seeing, Ryan? Uh, I don't Those see are JL. his guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lower right corner. Thank goodness oh, we squeezed him in there. Thank goodness. You got yeah. 10 guys? That seems like a lot of guys. I didn't know what to do. Yaya sent a message and was like, hey, can you send like a list of your favorite guys? And I was going to be like, oh, you mean like for tonight, for the first round, or like for the Broncos? or like?" In- and so I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask the question. I'm just going to list a bunch of guys, and if he doesn't like them, He'll tell me what's wrong with it. So, but yeah, so there's J.L. Skinner down in that bottom right corner. He's gone now. Good timing. It's a dirty um, name when you say it out loud. Is Caleb Murphy a prospect in the NHL draft? What is that school? Oh, you're so disrespectful. <laughs> that is Ferris State. Ferris State, bro. Yeah, right, Ferris great State. hockey school. I know Puck, you guys. <laughs> okay, you know Puck. So D2 National Champions. I'm assuming champions. he hasn't gone off the board yet? I, I don't think he has. So Ooh. the two available are... 
your small school guys. Pronounce yep. the first guy's name. Hunter Lepke. He's yep. Yep. insane. Insane. But Caleb Murphy, though, just while he's coming up. Caleb so uh, Ted Hendricks Award goes to the best defensive Ted end. Ted Hendricks, of course. Best pass rusher. Right. Been going on for like 20-something years right. now. D2 or just in general? In general. In general. Oh so there's gosh. been one time ever that they've given it to a non-Power 5 player. Uh-huh. It was, I can't remember who it was. Let's just say Jared Max Allen. Max Crosby. No, sure. let's say Jared Sounds Allen. Non-FBS. Max Crosby's a Mac guy. That's a big, big conference. But they're all big names. Play on Tuesdays. They I, went, yeah, they know, skipped all of FCS and gave it to Caleb Murphy this year. He had 26 Dang. and a half sacks. Oh, fuck. Wow. He had 40 tackles for loss. Just like, wow. he was the, the reason that team is back-to-back champions. He has 40 sacks for the last Dang. two seasons. Just insane. I feel like I saw him go off the board, if we're being completely honest. I I had to drive over. I might (laughs) have missed it. If he just said five minutes on a guy who's already been drafted, I'm going (laughs) to lose my shit. I think he was drafted in like the fifth. I wouldn't be surprised. I just feel like I heard Ferris State come up a lot. Um, (laughs) Anyways, maybe it's the other guy from Ferris State. Um, JL Skinner fires me up. Uh, number one thing yeah, that fires wow. me up about him is that his name, JL, doesn't stand for anything. Yep. It's JL. That's amazing. And that the reason why I love that so much is because I've been campaigning for years for Allie and I to name our potential future son RK. So I kind of got a little, you know, uh, arrow in the quiver now. Wow. It's like naming your child <laughs> Brawny. It's they, the child gets your nickety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like me going with Dre, wow. you going with Hank. LeBron Jr. LeBron actually winning social media today. You see, like the tweet. It's like Jay Z lyrics. Terrible. Really? Yeah. I thought it was so good. One of the worst tweets I've ever seen. Oh my goodness! He just only day three draft analysis. Oh wow. By the way, Caleb Murphy's still on the board. Caleb Murphy's still on the board. Let's go, baby. We want Caleb Murphy because this is undrafted free agent city. Okay, so Henry, why was J. L. Skinner? One of your guys. He's just incredible. So, okay. So, when I first started Hashtag watching him, analysis. I was, it was a lot of like coverage stuff. So, he's oh. like jumping up in coverage. He's like doing some of that sort of stuff. And you're just like, wow, he's, he's quick and those, those long arms, long legs. And you're just like, wow, that guy, there's, so there's something off there. Playing things exactly. in front of him, jumping exactly. in. Right. See ball, go to ball. He's and then, around the ball constantly. Exactly. And Number then you go zero, and you're like, we don't like that. I've got to go like look at the Looks stats. Good on him. See, let's see what's up. And he's like, mm. He's like six foot four, more than 200 pounds. I was like, well, wait. So true. He's that big. He Because of the length of his arms and legs, oh he doesn't gosh. even look that big. He's and then more you start, coordinated than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he knows yeah. how to use them. But then when he hits, like, that's what separates him from everybody else. So you have, like, the burst, you have the length. Like, there's reasons why he wasn't a first round pick. The Torn Peck is a big reason. Like, yep. I, I tweeted, I would have been happy with him at 67. Torn Peck couldn't test out the combine because of it. Exactly. So you don't know the numbers, but you know he's not super fluid and the change of direction stuff isn't great. But what do you expect from somebody who has long ass legs like that and is six foot four? Like, that's just not anatomically anatomic, anat- Anna? anat- oh. anatomically there he is. Anatomically possible. <laughs> yep. Yep, he nailed it. Such a good Anima- of like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. Mm-hmm. Of who isn't? <laughs> Those actually, <laughs> the Disney World Chuck ones e. are pretty known insane. For its animatronics. Oh, like not when you get Chuck in e. there. Cheeses? No, those. I mean, those are not <laughs> up <No>. to snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I would right? love to have one of those How in like silly. a man cave. Um, How silly. <laughs> um, so, what you're, you like them in the box? You like them closer to the line of scrimmage? He's not a cover one safety, right? Like he's not like a deep, which obviously like center field. You don't need a Justin Simmons backup. Exactly. You need a guy to play next to Justin. With those long legs and the long arms, like he's going to be long striding. I think he could hold up better back there than you expect. Like I I, maybe in like a cover one situation Mm. better than like a cover three situation where you're responsible for all that lands. Like, can you help to the boundaries on deep balls? I think he probably could. Yeah, he's such an interesting prospect. Um, looked over my senior bowl notes, great notes on him across the board. Really showed up in one-on-one drills and coverage, which says mm-hmm. a lot for a guy who you just praised for everything else he does. Yep. Um, coverage, fluidity, change of direction is going to be his biggest question mark because if it's in front of him, he is mm-hmm. spectacular. Justin was really high on him. Of course, Justin Michael of DMVR Rams. 
<laughs> no one's tapped into yep. the Mountain West more. Tweeted had a real reputation the in the conference um, as like the hard hitter of the conference. Mm-hmm. Shows out at the Senior Bowl. Has a really nice career. He's got the measurables. Uh, really nice on-ball production this final season at with the Broncos where he had four interceptions. Then tears his peck. I wonder if watching his tape, because the raw speed, straight line speed, I think is there because you see it when he when stuff's in front of him. He's closing that yeah. gap, flying to the ball really quickly. When he needs to run after something and he's got that motor in pursuit, run down a wide receiver, he gets that. I wonder if he could have ran that 4-5, been one of the fastest safeties, and then he would have been gone yep. 80 picks yep. ago. At least. My question with him is ultimately his ceiling. Is his ceiling he's like the 11th best starter on a defense with scheme and teammates like a Justin Simmons who kind of cover up for his deficiencies mm-hmm. and exalt his strengths? Or is there a little more there, you know? Um, and the on-ball production and that length and... Like he, the one-on-ones we saw at the Senior Bowl, put on the Oregon State tape. He looks great against Luke Musgrave, probably the best pure receiving tight end in this class after Kincaid. And then there's like the BYU tape where they're in four and five wide. All he's doing is moving in coverage, and he needs to be closer to that line of scrimmage. I'm worried for Justin Sternod because maybe he's more that early down nickel, almost cover linebacker. His time probably ended last night with Drew Sanders. Right, but in in a sense, Skinner fits more that Sternod profile, uh, special team help Mm -hmm. as well. There's lots to like. I do wonder what his ultimate ceiling is, but he's just another weapon. You know, you got Caden Stearns, uh, Torian Yell. DTY. Darian Turner. Delarian Yell. Turner. Yell. DTY. I said it correctly. You Thank got you. The, Thank the you. Delarian Turner. Yell. Thank you for confirming I was correct when I said DTY. Exactly what I was saying. And wow. uh, and Skinner and everyone's kind of a different flavor of fifth safety nickelback option for you. Yeah, I'm a big fan. It is rare that you see a guy this wiry hit like that yeah because he's so big yeah you don't even realize yeah exactly he's like he's carrying a lot of weight it's just kind of stretched out Mm -hmm. and then when he packs it all into one punch he's just absolutely laying fools out yeah um one thing that i've really really noticed that the broncos are picking up here for defenders is instincts um he plays with great great instincts um and you know all three of these defensive players that they've picked like if you talk to like their position coach, they'd be like, this guy's just a football player, you know, like he just mm-hmm. goes out there and plays ball. And uh, that's usually what you say about a, a guy with good instincts. Yep. So mm-hmm. really excited about that. Love the way he hits. Um, it's a it's an exciting one. Am I crazy for getting a little bit of Lewis scene when I watch him? Oh, I think more range and yep. a bit more of a free safety Lewis was. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's like that similar. length and like the way they mm-hmm. kind of cover guys. Being able know. to fly to the ball. The other common, out, common thread to me is versatility. Yes, yes. Yeah. Special teams contributor. Big um, time. And you have both like a long-term plan, like he might be that Kareem Jackson replacement long-term. Yep. And you've got a plan in the immediate where he's going to help you in sub. He might do some linebacker work and sub and he's definitely going to help as a special team and that special teams part is the big one because that's yep. where like sixth round exactly what we're looking for special exactly. teams is one of the top priorities at this stage of the draft yep of if he winds up being a like a five-year eight-year special teams player in denver great pick for a sixth rounder and because of just the skill set that he has how could that not be the case like yep. he just needs to go out there and do it and then you get into the other stuff where you just kind of build from the ground up and you say, well, what's he best at? Probably covering tight ends. And so there you go. When when you need to, when you wind up against a tight end, you give him a couple snaps, see what happens. Oh. From there, it's probably like the slot cover two stuff sure. kind of crashing in. I mean, in the box, like his <coughs> yeah. instincts are. But if we're talking premium traits, I would agree. His ability yeah. to use that length and coverage against tight ends up the seam is absolutely the, yep. that's the pre- premier trait. Because you worry, like, he does a lot, but is he ultimately, like, Will Parks? You know, um, you got to have some 
premier traits to justify getting on a field. Yep. So you can do that. And then all of a sudden you say, oh, we're not playing man or whatever this time. So you, you get in the cover two or maybe even right. the cover three and he can play his spot there, right. sit back a little bit and crash forward. And then if he checks both those boxes, then you start to say like, well, what can he do and start throwing them around everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a cover two league. So, I mean, guys, yeah. and that's where I think you'll really thrive. Only guy we don't have an RS, RAS score on because he didn't test after tearing his yep. pec. Yep. Um, Would have been but good. he was off to a hot start with the height and weight. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Size was in the green. And then another RAS favorable move was made. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the trade for Adam Troutman. He's yes. a trout man. He is a uh, trout man. A lot of troutmen here in Colorado. <laughs> Damn there straight. There are. Join the club, Adam. Yep. Yeah. Rain, we might have to call him Rainbow. <laughs> oh, come wow. on. Can I get one a bonus fishing reference? Um, we might have to call him. Uh, that one wouldn't work. Oh, I'm trying to think of another type of trout. Good. good. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. What are the other trouts? Oh, Lake trout. You guys. Are, you can just go I went broad. to brown. I, I think like, that probably yeah. wouldn't work as a no. nickname. 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe that's how you grade Troutman's outings is brown or rainbow. Yep. Or lake. Hmm. What'd you uh, say? Oh, lake. Lake. Yeah. He hooked him. Yep. From. Nice work, Anyways, Sean. Broncos trade <laughs> um, 180... Was it 190195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195195
already it'll be interesting who wins out but he's a nice little added weapon for sure someone if you're watching the abc broadcast please clip that chiefs fan who was just just dancing some of the worst dance moves i've ever seen in my life oh wow dang need that for later wow old 38 oh okay okay so full roast is allowed yes um okay so those are the two additions. We've got one more coming 13 picks from now. Wow, I can't um, believe this moment is upon us. It's coming soon. Yeah. But I want to circle back to something from last night. Yes. Um, let's do it, though, after we hit. Oh, we already are we? We're good. We don't have yeah. to hit any ads. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, shout out to Game Time, who I bought my Nuggets tickets. Shout out to now. anybody who wants to save me a table down there. Oh, that would have been something that you should have like texted someone who works here. I know. They're but, I mean, not I don't know. watching our broadcast. I don't think there's anybody down there. Um, oh, no, okay. there Spencer's are. down there. Spencer. Adam's Adam. down there. So, just anyways, saying. I want to circle back. just came up and then went back down. I want to circle back to something Kale's from last night. hanging out on the couch there. Jake's right there. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to make Kale go sit at a table down there. Why not? No, let him rest. Because oh, I'm not a general rest. manager. He's rest. Okay, so... <laughs> I might go throw some shit on a table, though. The big kind of question was after the two draft picks, although it was never a question for me on Riley, uh, wow, said, Riley Cooper. Riley Moss? Uh, Riley Moss. Whoa, I bro. mixed together uh, Cooper DeGene and Riley Moss into one incredible white wow. corner named Riley Cooper. That's wow. Um, anyways, I, it was never a question for me on Riley Moss, but it was for some others. And then, of course, Drew Sanders, the whole conversation from us revolved around what position he's going to play. Sean Payton said exactly what I wanted him to say, uh, which is that he is an inside linebacker who can also flash outside and come down to the line of scrimmage, which is, to me, the most exciting mm -hmm. way to use this guy. A little worried about how Vance Joseph does that, but I love that. And then him confirming Riley Moss as a corner for me was uh, a bit of a relief because I would not have liked it if they drafted him and said we're going to switch him to safety. Yeah, and I honestly wish I would have done a better job articulating this yesterday, but the reason why I was so high on Drew Sanders, the reason why he was ahead of guys like Nolan Smith or Lucas Van Ness for me is that he does have a defined immediate role, and that is as an inside linebacker. He's still raw and kind of new to the position. He might overrun things from time to time. He's going to be like instincts can be refined in coverage, uh, you know, tackling in space, especially when he's overrunning runs, can miss some sometimes, but the raw tools are all there to where I, I, I don't have any concerns on that end. That's not mm -hmm. projection. Now, when I uh, was, you know, I'm stacking my board and I'm thinking of the floor for this guy, the ultimate ceiling and kind of the medium outcome, to me, the ultimate ceiling for Drew Sanders is as a dynamic outside linebacker who you can drop in coverage is a dog in against the run can cover sideline to sideline and can also rush the passer and use that athleticism and length well, when you saw the way Ar tj watt type you know you saw the way arkansas used him as a spy against like some oh, of the sure, sec's sure. most dangerous quarterbacks yeah. including bryce young, bryce young yeah. is he the one who injured bryce young no because bryce young kind of had a non Contact. I thought it was a shoulder thing where he's he like. He does get injured in that game. He's right. I think it was. <laughs> Look that up. Look mm, that up. I don't know. No, he comes back and I feel like he's like trying game. to reach out the ball, kind of like Russ was against the, the Raiders. He balls out <coughs> against Bama. Yeah. Similar to but Christian Gonzalez against the Buffs. I like the idea of doing that against the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of using him as a spy and yep. sure. allowing him to use that closing speed when. You know, it looks like Mahomes is taking off out of the pocket. So mm -hmm. um, I wonder if that was a vision they had for him as well. Mm -hmm. And the more that I watch Marvin Mims, the more Wait, that I click on Drew up. Sanders. Yes. It's crazy going back and reading all the things that people have written about him. Like there's one story that's just about the nicknames he has. Oh, yeah. So like uh, we love nicketies. There was one in high school. The coaches called him Drago. Because uh, the quote is, every time he hit somebody, we'd always say, if he dies, he dies. Drew would just <laughs> give us a little smirk. Yeah. yeah. No, from there, like his trainer, like his, his McChesney. Um, he from said, his high school days. 
Yeah, but I think they still work together. But Hell yeah. when he showed up, I called him no. Thor. I said, good God, he looks like Thor. And again, like it's Hell not yeah. like he has long blonde hair. Like no. he just said, like, no, it's not because of that. It's just like, you just look at him. Like, that guy looks like he should be Thor. Like, he's yeah. like six foot five and just like built Jacked. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he used to just bring bags of food with him to school. Like, he's been on like this strict diet that he made, um, like early high school. Mm-hmm where he's just like eating constantly. It's just like all fruits and all this sort of stuff. Um, and because of that, he also got the nickname Bob the Builder because he always has his little like wow. lunch pail. Lunch pail that he's walking around <laughs> with. That's amazing. That's a good one. The stories are crazy. That, Keep like, it coming. Yeah, they they wouldn't let him. Uh, they wouldn't let him practice in live drills in high school because they were worried that he'd hurt somebody on offense. So whenever they went to live he dies, drills. He dies. But that's their team. It's when they play the other guys. Yeah, it's like at one point he hit a guy and they're just like, Yeah, we think his soul's still just on that field out there somewhere. But yeah, so they 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 would not let him practice against the offense. Good lord. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of like I'm still digging around. This will all be up on the website later too. But um, you wanna know what's crazy? Hmm. The Broncos did that with Von Miller in the NFL. But it wasn't because they thought he was gonna kill someone, it was because the offense couldn't do anything while he was out there. <laughs> yeah. That is nuts. If before we move on to your Marvin Mims observations, I went back to watch some Alabama tape of Drew Sanders, oh. where he did play a little bit, especially his last season. So not this past season where he was at Arkansas. The one prior went to watch the SEC championship against Georgia, where they won, and he got good amount of snaps. For one, he's a stand-up edge in that scheme, mm-hmm. and he was the stand-up edge that was dropped in coverage most. So Saban was trusting him to drop in coverage and get after that. And then, I mean, his length and just, like, get off and bend as a pass rusher. Super intriguing, man. Doesn't back down from anyone, even those Georgia mauling offensive linemen. You just need to, like, get his body right a little more, refine some moves, and the sky's the limit with so much <laughs> of what he does. But that Bama tra- tape really got me excited, made me think, man, if he stays there and is a starter – this past season, which is probably the path he was on opposite Will Anderson. Maybe we're talking about him as a Nolan Smith. Like from the moment he has five sacks to start the season in the first month in at Arkansas and is like the SEC's leader in sacks, he's been talked about and mocked as a first rounder. I never thought he'd drop to the third. Yeah. Like this was definitely yeah. the low end of where we expected him to go for the last calendar year. Yeah. A um, couple things on Drew Sanders. Yeah. One, three uh, sack leaders in the SEC last year. Yep. Number one, Will Anderson. Number three, overall pick. Number two, Drew Sanders, Denver Bronco. Number three, Jordan Dominic, Colorado Buffalo. Oh, um, wow. Just a fun little fact for you. It's funny what you said about the lunch pail thing, because I was texting someone today about Drew Sanders, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like he's the guy who didn't party on the weekends in high school because his coach told him, like, it, that's not yeah. the best thing for your football career. And he was just like, took it to heart. Like it, he probably didn't need to be told by anybody. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, the, when I was a freshman, the best player on our football team as a senior was drunk in Mexico yeah. and called our football coach crying, apologizing to him for getting drunk. Oh my drunk. God. That's weird. <laughs> There's amazing. another one. So the, his defensive coordinator in high school was short and I think bald. And I'm not sure how anybody found this out, but he didn't like having his head touched. And the quote is, he would say, I could eat peanuts off your head. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but just to like bother him. He'd wow. just be like, I could eat peanuts, which is such like a Is he a weird shit talker thing. on the field? He, no, I don't notice that a ton. <sighs> Interesting. Is he, is he Bobby Boucher? He's not Bobby Boucher. That's a truth be told things. I don't know who he is, but I'm really curious. All right. He seems like he might be an awesome football player, though. Okay. No, I'm I'm so hyped about I'm very hyped. I am so hyped about Drew Sanders. And I am really hyped about Marvin Mims. Went home last night. Said, okay, which prospect am I going to watch? It was like 1245. I settled on Marvin Mims. And this dude was not covered in man coverage. Wasn't done. Simply wasn't done. And I was watching, waiting for it, like just waiting for a play where he is in single coverage and he's not open and it did not happen. And then today I ended up sending this to Jake and I think to Henry and Zach. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, (laughs) And 
that he had a 99.9 PFF grade against single coverage. 99.9. Solid. Which confirmed my thoughts that he was never once covered yep. in single coverage. This is a beast, man. Yeah, yep. he is a freak. I'm sorry I didn't Inside, say outside, deep speed to separate. When's the last time the Broncos had a true, like, deep, like, vertical threat? I mean, KJ, KJ Hamler, but he hasn't been healthy no. basically ever. Yep. Um, and before KJ, who? Like, DT, I guess. Yeah. Healthy DT. That's what I was thinking. Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then he's so competitive at the catch point, which is really what I love. That's what really stands out. Yeah. 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 It's kind of rare it's to a get pick, a speed man. receiver who's also that competitive at the catch point. Yeah. Yep. But again, that's KJ. Like, you think back to the plays he made, they were all contested catches this year. Yeah. That wasn't really his bag in college, though. No, not in college. Um, so it's exciting. I mean, honestly, like, I'm not comping these two players because the speed is so different, but like Tyree Kill is like the small guy who goes and wins jump balls like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say, Yaya? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We are eight picks away. Cool. Give me Hunter Lepke. If we get Hunter Lepke or Miles Murphy, Hunter Lepke's on a different tier. Also, uh, Caleb Murphy. Murphy. Caleb Murphy. Miles oh, Murphy's been gone for like, a minute. Um, but yeah, Hunter Lefke's just insane. And I know it's a fullback, and a lot of people don't like fullbacks, and How they already have like a fullback. Fullbacks? I don't think that's the case. Really? Then why don't teams have them? No, teams don't like okay. fullbacks because they're in 11 does. personnel all the time. Okay, the fans like them. Fans love teams fullbacks. Do. Of course. Okay, okay. Jeez, man, get in touch with the fans a little more. Outside of... That's your, that's your audience. That's your job. The, the audience or the fans? Yeah. Oh, shit, I've been doing this all wrong. Yep, <laughs> yep. I know, you were hoping a, a robot was listening on the uh, other side, praising your stone-cold analysis. Yes, I was. That's not how that works. That's I went back I to watch Riley Moss. Oh. Um, oh, we're circling back. Okay. If that's okay. Back. Well, we yeah. were circling forward. He's oh. a hitter. Circling yeah. forward? We were going to talk about who the Broncos well, are about. Let's, let's circle forward. Oh, no, let's do that. And then let's, let's do that. circle no, no, back. No, no, I like and then that. The let's circle pick. forward. Yeah. I like that. Also, we're going to circle in Jake at some point? We should. Yep. Yeah. Jake, you can circle in. I'll right. put yeah. a bag Jake on the table. Tell us about who he likes. That would be that would be fun. Oh, cool. Cool graphic. Yeah, yeah. Do you? <laughs> Everybody just runs around. Yeah. I don't care if there's a graphic on when we switch. <laughs> Uh, some people do. Do you have a preferred um, target at this pick, Ryan? Well, I am deeply heartbroken that Deuce Vaughn is off the board, though it was pretty cool. Did you see the whole video with his Incredible. dad in the draft room? Yeah. Well, I had it on in the car, so I couldn't see, but I was hearing Lewis Riddick and McShay waxing poetic about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty special. Um, so happy Sounds for him. Like it. Um, so my guy's kind of gone. Um, I would love to see Lepke for sure. How fun would that be? And I'm a big fan of this in a, in a situation like this, taking a flyer on a D2 guy. Like Caleb Murphy. Like Caleb Murphy. Yeah. I'm Jake, surprised you got any guys? they haven't caught in the um, trenches yet. I mean, I'd love Hunter Lepke. That's probably my ideal guy All right, right that, We're locked in. Um, let Cross me pull up hairs. a list, though. Yeah. Um... Safety Brandon Joseph would be high on my board, though another safety wouldn't make sense. Linebacker Ivan Pace would be next on my board. Another linebacker wouldn't make sense. Xavier Hutchinson, another wide He's receiver. Off. Oh, did he? Okay, yep. my bad. Uh, Curtis McClendon, UT Chattanooga guard. Senior mm. Bowl guy. L yep, plays well. Lonnie Phelps, Senior Bowl edge out of Kansas. High-end special teamer. It's sad these running backs have gone off the board. Uh, the stupid Seahawks have really killed me. They just took Kenny McIntosh in the seventh, yep. who I was just running over. Yes, they have drafted two running backs like they needed it at all. Um, I'd love to see them add to the trenches, you know? Guys like uh, DJ Dale, who amazingly I think is still around from Alabama, another senior bowl guy. Um 
defensive tackle kind of nose tackle type. Another Bamba by Emil Echior Jr., top guard. Guys like that. All right. What happened to Jackson Kirkland? Well, he was overhyped for two years and then underperformed and <laughs> isn't that good of an athlete and has a All right. <laughs> long um, injury history. Wow. Yeah. So how do you really feel about him? <laughs> what, whatever happened to Andrew Voorhees? He got drafted. But it seems like injuries are getting to him. Um, if we want to go with names that were popular years ago, Eli Ricks is another guy who might be intriguing. <laughs> Yep. To go after. Oh, I'm not trying. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Andre Carter is another guy who fits oh, that Oh, I'm profile. in on Andre Carter. Man, uh, he looked so rough at the Senior Bowl. So stiff. Mm. There's well, John Wright, the corner out of Oregon State also. Um, go Beavers. Alex Forsyth, the center out of Oregon. Okay. Um, Sadly, I know ball so good that all of my guys are long gone. It seems like you didn't take enough risks with your guys. <laughs> well, actually, Lepke's my highest ranked guy. I wanted to put him, but Henry had him. Dre's like Bryce Young, Will Anderson. No, none of those guys are first round guys. Come on. How about Sean Tucker, the running back out of Syracuse? Do too. Oh, yeah. He's a beast. Now, did Mohamed Ibrahim go? He has not. So, yeah, let's talk running back where I really think there's some value. Also, with so few picks, I think we're for sure seeing some undrafted free agents will get hyped about. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Travis Dye, too, former okay. Oregon USC guy. He plays with no gloves, no anything. Terrible Naked look. arms and hands. He makes it work. He looks badass. No, he doesn't. He looks badass. Tavion Thomas? You are a hater. Utah running back? Yep. Yep, for the brand. Jake has to mention all the Pac-12 guys. Um, the Conference of Champions, right? Yes, for the for next now. couple months. Yep. Oh, ouchie. Um, yeah. Oh, Alex Forsyth. Yes. Tall, center, long career at Oregon. He'd be a nice one. Oh, there you go. Good job, Jesse Forsyth. And exactly. Jake also I just said, said it. I said him. For the brand. So good job for him <laughs> as well. Yeah, definitely. Good job by Jake. Uh, always. So. <laughs> Thank you. That's where we're at here. That's right. where we're at. Okay, let's get to your Riley Moss takes. Yeah, so watched him. Um, man, what an interesting prospect. So for one, he's one of the few corners that checks off the four key boxes of 4-4 four, four speed, over six foot, um, <clears throat> and with actual like fluidity and coverage, ran a really electric three-cone. And then on top of that, he has physicality. I mean, Emmanuel Forbes and Christian Gonzalez check off the first three boxes. That's why they went in the first round. They don't have the physicality, at least no. not consistently, you know. What gets me about Riley Moss is how much zone he played and then the fact that he didn't impress me in one-on-ones at the senior bowl. And look, those one-on-ones okay. are set up to fail, Thank right? Thank you. I so thought he actually did impress me in the one-on-one. -on -one. And that's the thing. We've done this for a gajillion years. He looks like doo-doo to you. Another guy yeah. thought, wow, he actually looked good. The thing is um, that does matter is he doesn't get beat almost at all at Iowa. There's not a ton of – I wish he just gave me a few more flash plays. Now, mind you, I'm watching him against Wandell Robinson and Will Levis in the bowl against Kentucky. I'm watching him against Ohio State. I'm watching against Michigan. And I think part of that Iowa defense is we can take death by a million paper cuts because our defense is going to make big plays and flip the field on you or what have you. What we can't do is allow big plays and get beat. So he's always playing a, a smidge more conservative yeah. because it's essential they not get beat by that one big play that with how bad their offense could have ended the game right then yes. and there, right? So I, there's a lot of like watching Riley Moss and be like, man, he never gets beat, but I do wish there was that play where he just like jumped to the ball or took more of a risk. Like even as a tackler, super willing run defender for a corner, <clears throat> you see him like taking on like Paris Johnson on poles against Ohio State, like fearless. But then 
super sound football player. He's always tackling low, right? Yep. And like pulling guys down by the feet where like once in a while, I wish I'd see the guy just light you up, you he know? He does or, have a couple screens. And, and that's the thing is when you see the highlights, it's all against Minnesota and Northwestern where he, he has that confidence of, I can take this guy on and just like go, go attack this at the point of attack, or I can blow this guy up and yep. make a statement here. Um, so he's just interesting, man. Like the profile of who I want opposite PS2. I talked about this when I was subbing in for you on the Broncos pod. I thought of like the, a Darren Williams type, that dog who might get beat, but then is going to get you a game winning interception or like a pass winning PBU. And that's like, that to me was a lot of other guys in this class who it's like, man, you're really going to have to clean this up or they're not going to be exactly this. But they had that. Ronald Darby's that kind of guy. Yes. Riley Moss, steady Eddie, man. Like, he doesn't have that. And it's just a different way of seeing it. And maybe that is a better way to go opposite PS2 as this guy who's just going to be, like, sound, play in, play out. And, I mean, the profiles definitely, the tools and traits are definitely those of a future NFL starter at a premium position. So who am I to criticize this pick? What's funny is when I look at him and I watch him play, I'm like, this guy could have been a hundred catch slot receiver. And I love that he broke the mold to become a corner because he's obviously going to make a lot more money at that position. But his ball skills are better than the guys he's covering. Like you're just, I'm just watching him run routes for dudes and then high point the ball uh, on, you know, six of his 11 interceptions at Iowa. Um, he is he's sick man i'm super excited for him and i think you mentioned it perfectly you kind of want a guy on the other side who's going to take risks and make big plays um, because you just know that he's going to get opportunity after opportunity and you could do the guy who just keeps everything in front of him uh, and i think he can do that decently well too but he did it at Iowa. Yeah, but he turns and runs with guys really well. Man. I want to see him jump a pass, you know, from Justin Herbert and take it back the other way when Justin Herbert has ignored the entire right side of the field. Right. To say, okay, I'm going after Riley Moss. Like, I don't care if you get beat for 25 if you if you take one back later in the game. Yep. Another fullback went, not our guy, Oklahoma. Um, Jose, to answer your question, Riley Moss did play almost exclusively right cornerback. In that zone look, he's just lined up over on the right side. Saw a little slot play against Ohio State, moved well. I don't know that you're maximizing his talent close to the line of scrimmage in the slot. He doesn't strike me as the most twitched up. But again, that that three cone proves otherwise, proves that he's an elite agility guy, you know? He doesn't play the biggest either right but he's over six feet like i think there's uh there's some there's iowa some, bias there's, there's illusions bias. in your brain that are playing tricks on you could it be I, I think it's happening to everyone he doesn't look like a guy who would be a fast twitch athlete he's a white guy with a mustache oh and then you see him without a helmet that's really but i can i can separate that I've got the skills to separate. What, you don't like the flow and the stash? I mean, again, like for Ferris State's ranked hockey team, it's a great look. <laughs> it's not what I'm used to for my DBs. I know. That's why I love it's it so much. Not what I'm used to. I know. It's fantastic. It's just the guy being honest, you know? You don't get this honest analysis <clears throat> from those cowards at ESPN, <laughs> you know? All right. We are two picks away. <laughs> Let's go. The Eagles actually picked a guy who didn't go to Georgia. Good for them. Finally. Ronnie Bell would be amazing. And then they trade for DeAndre Swift. Those bastards. Yeah. Yeah, they are how stocking up. How dare they? I still don't know. Like, I need to now, look at their roster with how much they lost the free agency and be like, are they good or not? Great segue. All the praise for the Eagles and what Howie Roseman does, and boy, is it warranted. They, to get Keely Ringo at the top of the fourth round, traded a future third. Makes you feel a smidge better about that Riley Moss trade. Also, with how those first picks in the fourth went, Jesus. that 108th <laughs> pick was a premier pick, man. Like, that was a lot of talent went off the board in that fourth round. Fourth yep. round, always my favorite round. It's just crazy. 
All the leftovers come, you slept on it, and teams just get it right. Also, so many teams like the Broncos who didn't draft on day one really put together some great drafts with the exception of the San Francisco 49ers who are just a bit franchise. They just picked your boy, Ronnie Bell. Yep. Yep. Jake's boy. Oh. Um, yeah, I do not care about the trade compensation as long as the player works out. If the player works out, never think twice about it. If the player's not good, then you look back and say, what the hell were they thinking? So for I'm not sure. going to judge that trade until I see what Riley Moss is. It's just a lot for a mid to late third. But you won't say that if he's a pro bowler. Or even just a starting corner who <clears throat> is, like, good and not bad, you know? I do think we, we'll we get back to this maybe later, but I do think it, it brings up some interesting questions about what they think of Damari Mathis. Because who I don't think either of, of those guys move inside. Opposite, risk-taker, grabby, like, yeah. he does give me those flashes. He's got that, like, yeah. he shows me on tape he's that dog consistently, and sometimes he it bites him in the ass. Yep. But he's got that. All right, you want back in, Hank? Are they on the clock? For the pick. Ooh, grand Debussy or oh. Dubois. Uh, maybe Dubose um, if he's from America. Dubose. Charlotte <laughs> wide receiver. This guy's got some dog in him. Charlotte underrated unis. You heard it here first. Let's see. I just realized I should be refreshing Twitter, not just. All right. Broncos on the clock. We're about to wrap up. We were hoping to get on Zach Stevie on this show. Probably not going to happen. Monday. Zach Stevie? That means we have, we'll have some gems from Zach on Monday. Oh, Alex Forsyth. Forsyth. Oh, yeah, there you go. The, yep. As pointed out by Jake, the chat, and Andre. We get the... Yep. See, that's why I back cleanup sometimes. Wow. Yeah, you know. Um, do you have Forsyth material, or do you want to sell um, Jake since he already brought him up? My big Forsyth material... In Forsyth, of course. What that means for the center position. I yeah. Luke Wattenberg's gone. The Broncos had a lot of foresight to go get this guy, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I've been kind of constantly updating, like, Luke Wattenberg was never... Man. I mean, I don't know what they were doing. The wattage I mean, is out on Wattenberg. And look, he was a zone-only center. So the second true. we started going Sean Payton all in on the power scheme and adding guys like Ben Powers... Yep. He probably should have started, you know, packing up and ordering bulk boxes and assembling those. Yeah. Because his time in Denver was coming to an end. Yeah. There you go. I'm pretty, I might weigh more than him. Um, Stop it. So Forsyth um, is longtime starter at Oregon. That's right. Correct. Yep. yep. Correct. I feel like I've seen highlights of him blocking for Justin Herbert. I know. I know. He's been around. A long time, Rhino. He's been playing since he was a redshirt freshman in 2018. So, yes. Holy shit, that is a long time. Wow. How old is he? He's an old boy, because if, if 2017 he was 18... 25. He's, he's 25, 25 years old. Okay. So shit. Yep. He's in hooker's age. Um, <laughs> Doesn't have a torn ACL, though. So that's good. Yep, yep. that's great. He's a longer, taller center who moves well in pass pro. I mean, he's smart. He's got a ton of experience. This is a solid guy, and he's an upgrade on what you had at backup center already. So what's the reason that he is available with the 257th pick? This center class was loaded, man. I mean, we saw the Michigan guy who I was super high on go just a round ago, and the ESPN set was just drooling over him. Whipler out of Ohio State went late in the sixth. I mean, it was just an abnormally loaded center class. And Forsyth, who most years might be the third or fourth best center in the class, was like the sixth. Yep. And we kind of lucked out that he dropped and took advantage of a position of strength in this class. I mean, older player, uh, athletic testing-wise, yep. not great. Right. Um, but this is a guy, he was first team All-Pac-12 uh, last year. Um, he was second team, I believe, in 2021. Uh, second team in 2020. And that's when he became a full-time starter. So, Hell yeah. Um, we wanted the Broncos to address center. Yep. They, in my opinion, almost... When they made that trade with the Saints, we're like, okay, we need one bullet 
at the end of the draft so we can get a guy that we like and not have to worry about trying to get him in um you know free agency yeah and so this is what they did you know this kind of to me the one pick for need they made the whole draft yep and they were like that's fine you know it's 257th pick let's use something that we kind of are looking for here and go after it and i like it yeah um i have a note on that and i love the way that you said that they did not draft for need in this draft that's a big note for me on this sean payton class um not going for running back despite the book and like zach hearing that was something they were going to address really tells me they let the board fall to them they targeted specific players and didn't just target needs they went for the strengths of this draft and they targeted premium positions like uh and versatility you know so all of that really is uh all sound approaches to team building. What's so funny is after the pre-draft press conference, I got to go find this clip. Zach and Hank came back and said, you know, the Broncos said they are drafting best player available. They're truly sticking to it. And I literally said, I'll believe that if they use their first pick on a wide receiver. (laughs) That's amazing. And that's what they went out and did. And so I fully believe them. And, you know, you look down... Uh, the list and I had someone DMing me today being like this is crazy I can't believe they didn't take a running back and it's like yeah they said they want to take best player available and so they stuck to it Um, and you know you can obviously disagree with their board and you could say oh they should have taken uh, A-Kane instead of Riley Moss or whatever but um, that I truly believe they stuck to their board they had some guys that they loved they went and got them and at the end here, I think they did decide, hey, we want to get a center just to, to add, you know, to what we have in camp. But on the whole, they went best player available, and I really respect that. I mean, I think it's what think you it's, have to do. It's the only way you're going to win the draft, man. Especially when you don't have early picks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, needs come and go. Yep. Like, one wide receiver might be a need next year like you know it was a need last year when all everyone got hurt man it sure was yeah so i mean things change quick and when you have certain talents in front of you you take them so that you don't end up having draft classes where it's like they took so and so before the actual good player you know yep also uh alex forsyth Jason Witten Collegiate Man of the Year finalist. Solid. That's huge. Good locker room guy. And then, I mean, the other thing is, like, look, I talked about this with Zach. The Joe Brady connection to Sean Payton. He's the name on everyone's lips in that amazing LSU season right, with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Who's a center? Lloyd yeah. Cushenberry. Who's that yeah. team's leader and LSU's number 18, which is only given to their like outstanding team leader, Lloyd Cushenberry, who stood out at the Senior Bowl that year and graduated early just so he could attend the Senior Bowl, Lloyd Cushenberry. And he also has a year under his belt with the same quarterback he played with last year. Yeah. He also was a finalist for the William Campbell. Let's go. William B. Campbell. Let's go, Nuggets. Nuggets energy has entered the building. Scared the hell out of me, though. (laughs) You're Uh, kind of a little jumpy. I scared you the other day. Bro, I mean, I was not expected to be just, like, yelled at when I was in the bathroom. I'm sorry. I didn't yell. (laughs) I just walked in and was like, You're yelling at employees while they're in the bathroom Buffs are going to get a great transfer. He's like, Jesus. Scared the shit out of me. I mean, I get a pass for this last one. This guy just came in behind me clapping up a storm. You didn't see him coming? No. That's funny. Um, Maybe it's your peripherals that are the issue. Maybe, I guess. (laughs) What? All right. So they've already signed. uh, Wow. Yeah. The guard from Alabama I mentioned has already signed with the Colts. Uh, Henry just said so yeah it begins I expect a new running back to be coming in any minute here Hank and I think there's corner talent to be had I think there's O-line talent to be had wide receiver talent always there to be had it's and Lepke man Lepke Caleb Murphy let's make it happen let's get Lepke yeah I'm still sad I'm still sad about Deuce Vaughn yeah Yeah, going to the boys I had such a good feeling that like 
all these players have been like direct comps to players that Sean Payton had, mm -hmm. like all the guys that they're drafting. And I was like, oh, he's going to get his Darren Sproles. Didn't happen. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up here. Watching this Forsyth tape against Georgia, very very solid. Wide That's shoulders huge. against Jalen Carter and and uh, the boys. Jordan Davis. Yeah, no moves moves well. Well, this was this, this past year? year. Oh, they already okay. Didn't they play the year before too? They did. They so did. So we can watch that tape as well. We could. Um, we could. I want to wrap here. Give me your immediate grade for the Denver Broncos draft class. And I think you should grade on a curve based on the picks that they had available. Well, Ryan, that's how I always grade because if you didn't, then you'd have to grade the trades that got us here. And so what am I going to get out? Five fucking grades, one for the Russ trade, one for the Sean Payton trade, one for the Bradley Chubb trade, one for the Riley Moss trade, and then a grade for every pick they made. No, we're just grading the picks based on where the pick was made. Understood? Yes. It's an A. It's nice. an A. It's a first round grade borderline with Drew Sanders in the third. It's a second round grade for Marvin Mims in the third. It's still a top 120 guy for me and at a premium position in Riley Moss. Skinner's ranked even higher than Riley Moss at 102. Borderline future starter grade for him. And then Forsyth, who was not an undrafted grade, you know. Um, that's an A. With where you were drafting, that's an A. And my, I'm a Troutman guy as well. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you can't grade the trades. You just said you weren't going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so a bonus comment. <laughs> okay, bonus Doesn't comment. impact the grade, bonus but bonus comment. <laughs> I'm at an A2. I mean, Let's given go. the circumstances, for sure, man. You got a receiver who can plug right in in 11 personnel. You got a linebacker who can actually rush the passer, too, as well as play linebacker. Impacts the game on the downset matter, yes. And then Riley Moss, I mean, maybe a bit of a, I don't know, conundrum of where he plays exactly. And maybe kind of the same with Skinner, but... No conundrums. No? Nope. You're fully on board? Riley Moss, corner, future pro bowler. <laughs> yes, and I'm also all you in on the Riley first. Moss as a corner, by the way. Yeah. Safety, no. You're minimizing his value significantly. I keep interrupting you. Although so I do sorry. like the ball skills at safety, but anyways. Uh, Skinner, I mean, obviously a thumper, and the injury is going to be something that he deals with through camp and stuff this year, so I don't know what we're really getting this year. Um but he's got the length. At the Senior Bowl, I didn't think he was super impressive in one-on-one -on -one coverage. But if you're yep. playing safety, that's not that's not what you're going to be doing anyway. Yep. So. Um, so with Skinner being the exception, I think every – and not the exception, just the question mark in this regard based on the health. I think every one of these players competes for playing time this year, including Forsythe. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a B plus just because it lacks star power to me. Um, love key to the Cowboys. They got my two favorite Darn. backs. Um, so, like I said, uh, I give it a B plus. It just, to this point, I don't know if it has a star. Now that's a reflection of where they started picking, but there, I think there's star potential in Mims and Cooper and certainly in Sanders. Um, so, I, they didn't get anyone that I came into this draft saying, I adore this guy, save for maybe Riley Moss, who I didn't think about all that much, but I did like him a lot. Uh, when he said Cooper, he meant Riley Moss. Jesus. <laughs> it's because I have Cooper DeGene on my <laughs> fucking Madden it. team. Um, and he's a beast. But anyways. I figured it was a Riley Cooper thing. Which oh, is Riley like Cooper. I forgot about him. Oh, that guy. He's been canceled. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has, has been. been. He has been rightfully canceled. <laughs> he has rightfully um, canceled. Anyways, Riley Moss is a guy that I, I did really like watching him at Iowa. I didn't really, for whatever reason, I just didn't think about him all that much in the draft process. But because they didn't get any of my guys, I go B+. Mims was my guy, man. Go back yeah. to the draft pod from when did we record before the draft? Last weekend? Yeah, I mean, within the last eight days. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was my target for them with you their first pick, and uh, I, I couldn't be happier with it, honestly. Hank, you want to <laughs> jump on and give your grade here? Hank, give us your grade. Jump on. All right. Here comes Henry. 
I want some undrafted free agent signings. Damn, I'm glowing right yet. now. Uh, it's an A. Oh, wow. Just like I an give easy the lowest, lowest grade. Wow. Yeah, I mean. I'm a hater. You are a hater. We knew that. Um, but, yeah, that's it's all good values. Uh, the Marvin Mims pick, again, I wouldn't have done it. But once you realize that they are just going straight best player available, that's the strategy. They stuck with it. And because of that, I think that they got great values at just about every pick. Hell yeah. All right. We will be discussing this draft class all week on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We'll find out from Zach what George and Sean Payton say about the class on Monday. And also, I'm sure we'll have something on the website about it. Um, So check it out. Uh, We look forward to breaking it down. I think we're going to give each guy a day this week, Henry. Um, and cool. uh, dive really deeper into them. So we're looking forward to that. Wow. Thanks to everyone who hung out with us all weekend. Yes. This has been a blast. Uh, go Nuggets and go Avs. Hell yeah. Go Nuggets, baby.